Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today, there's some breaking news because China is threatening military action, Doug. Have you heard about this? I have heard about that. They're threatening military action because Speaker Nancy Pelosi has landed in Taiwan and the media in Beijing is saying um, that if if she, this is b- before she arrived, they said if she does come here, it's going to result in World War III. Now that's the media talking. That's not the Chinese government, but that's what they're saying over there. <laughs> now the Bible tells us a war's coming that's going to kill a third of mankind. That's a lot of people. Yep. Close to two and a half billion with a B. And the Bible says it's going to happen just before the second coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Sometime in that, you know, we believe it'll be within a decade. Right. It's going to be pretty quick. Um, and so the question is, will Pelosi's trip to Taiwan lead to the prophesied World War III? Yeah, that's the... One of the questions we're posing today. There's a lot of questions today. There are a lot of questions. We we had a discussion before the program about why is Nancy Pelosi even going over there? Um, right. So, you know, it's it's an interesting situation. I don't understand it completely. Uh, there's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions about why that's happening. You're probably going to see some of those opinions today on the chat. Uh, but, yeah, it's very interesting uh, circumstance. Well, and we'll probably also hear some of those opinions because we are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Will this trip lead to the prophesied World War III? If you have a question around that topic, some think it's Armageddon. We don't believe that. We can talk about that if you'd like. Uh, But we want to hear from you, 877-END-TIME. If you have no other reason but to call, we do need to pause because... um, I've been avoiding this as much as I can today. Uh, it's uh, Sherry Beard, our call screener. It's her birthday today. Nah. And so if you don't have any other reason to call, call and tell her happy birthday. Many of you know her. Many of you love her. Some of you don't like her that much because she might not let you through sometimes. <laughs> but uh, she tries her best to keep, it, keep us on topic here. And so comment if you're on Facebook and say happy birthday, Sherry. Or give her a call and let her know. But we are going to take your calls about World War III as well. So, happy birthday, Sherry. Happy birthday, Sherry. She does a great job. We've got to keep her on our good side. Yeah, we really do. But she does an excellent job. And, and man, she keeps them in line, too. (laughs) Indeed. All right. (laughs) Doug, where do we want to go from here? There is a lot to talk about, and there's not a lot of time. Right. So, where do we go from here? Well, I mean, you know, we might as well just jump into this first little article we've got there talking about this and what that means as far as her visit over there so all right well um from the new york post speaker nancy pelosi has landed in taiwan this was just a few hours ago actually uh, meaning the u.s china tensions are about to boil over bringing the two superpowers closer to conflict than they've been in decades and china wants us to know just how angry it is. Beijing's media mouthpieces have already advocated shooting down her plane. That's pretty serious, Vince. Indeed. I mean, she's not in just any plane either. She's she's in the presidential, I guess the vice president plane is what it looked like she was in. Air Force Two, maybe, okay. is what she traveled over there in. If nothing else, we know she has military production. Absolutely. So if, if anyone tries to shoot... Uh, this plane down, mm-hmm. it's going to be bad. 
But yes. that's what the media mouthpieces from Beijing are calling for. Um, and they're saying that that would start, would probably be World War III um, if they did such a thing. But history tells us China loves to talk tough mm-hmm. and do little when confronted. Doesn't sound like a very nice thing to say, especially given the circumstances. Yeah. Hopefully they don't read that and say, well, we'll show you. Uh, right. But just like any great, oh, they, they said it just like any grade school bully, while the Chinese dragon's fire will likely be hot air and no military action if when Pelosi does land in Taiwan, it doesn't mean an accident couldn't start a crisis that sets off a chain of events sparking a war between Beijing and Washington. That's very true. Yeah. Because... We know accidents happen all the time. We've just heard about them doing some test missiles that got a little too close, I think just a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, boy, if they try to do something like that and someone makes a mistake. Yeah. When you're talking about missiles and things like that, it only takes a little bit of a fraction to be off, and it could be a catastrophe. It could be like me and and spill coffee on your keyboard and have a major problem. Yeah. done that before. Uh, To be frank, thinking through a path to war is pretty straightforward. What if a missile test goes off Taiwan's coast, goes bad, and hits this island nation? Or what if a Chinese pilot gets too close to the fighter escort Pelosi will undoubtedly use to travel um, safely? So, yeah, that's another thing is that you get too close to that and they shoot you down first. Yeah. And then it all um, comes unglued from there. Something like this happened in 2001. The Bush administration had to bribe Beijing to get the pilots an EP-3 surveillance plane that bumped a Chinese fighter back to U.S. soil. Yeah. The the crazy thing about it, Vince, is this is the Speaker of the House, right? It's it's not the Vice President. It's not the President. This is the Speaker of the House. She um, would be the President under circumstance, certain circumstances. Yeah, I've heard that scenario. That is frightening in and of itself. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... I just I cannot understand why she's going over there. Now, I know what some people are saying. I know what, uh, you know, some of the conspiracy uh, theorists say, you know, the reason for her visit over there and what they might be trying to do. But what we, do they say? I really don't know don't that know. I've heard it. Are well, we going to talk about that at all? I, I don't like to talk about that because of the fact that it's, you know, we don't have anything in Scripture to kind of back up those theories. Uh, but there's a lot kind of theories of. out there, you know. <laughs> Uh, there's there's a whole lot of people giving a whole lot of theories about what it could be about. But, you know, I mean, the whole thing is we know that out of chaos is how they want to bring in this great reset. So, you know, one of the theories... You're saying we're, Pelosi? We're, we're talking about the, uh, you know, the elite and, and those that want the great reset, like the WEF and Klaus Schwab and all those... All the know, people who've said live on television, never waste a good crisis, that type of stuff. Absolutely. So if they could force a war uh, to happen right now, I mean, it would take a lot of heat off some of the other things that are happening, some of the other things we're hearing about, and it could push us into a situation where they could start this whole Great Reset thing. I mean, we know that the Antichrist is going to be ushered in off of this war. That's what we understand from prophecy is that the Antichrist will rise up after this one-third of mankind's de- uh, died and he'll kind of have a platform to come in, a platform of peace, and you know begin to do some things. So it, it's interesting to look at those theories and wonder, but we really don't know. Lots of coulds and maybes so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to get into Scripture after this break and tell you what the Bible has to say about this coming world war. So don't forget to share, comment, let us know you're watching 
Um, we will be right back after this break. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to wish Sherry a happy birthday when you do call in. She's been the call screener for a long time, does a great job, and it's her birthday today. So um, take it easy on her for once. How about that? Um, also, I want to make sure that you uh, remember there are three slots that have become available on the tour for this fall. Uh, we actually sold out within 10 days and uh, there were no spots available, and then a few people had to back out. So there's actually three open slots uh, right now, and the only way to access them is by calling 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463, and ask for Brittany or Jana. They will be able to help you out with those open slots if you're interested in joining us on the first Israel uh, Israel trip that we have taken in almost, I think it'll be three years by that time. So uh, we would love to have you all out. It's going to be a great time. And then I also want to make sure you remember that Dave and Jana will be in New Orleans, Louisiana this weekend, specifically Marrero, just south of New Orleans, Saturday, August 6th at 6 p.m. Dave's going to talk about the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. And interesting that we're talking about Pelosi today, kind of maybe there's some uh, connections there. Uh, And then Sunday, August 7th at 9.30 a.m., we'll be talking about breaking prophecy news. So if you're in the New Orleans, Louisiana area, Make plans to join us. You can learn more at endtime.com slash events or by calling 800 end time for that as well. 
All right, again, if you're on Facebook, hit the share button, give us the heart icon, helps us out, helps us break through the algorithms and get to your friends and family. Today's subject is very important because, uh, as you all have seen, I'm sure, the war drums are pounding all over social media, all over the news, because Pelosi is in Taiwan and China is threatening military action as a result. And so some of the military on the United States side is saying, yeah, try it and see what happens. So lots of threats happening, lots of maybes and coulds and what ifs and all that. But we're going to talk about what the Bible has to say about this coming war and hopefully be able to help communicate some hope and some peace. We'll have some understanding a little bit more than the others than we started with. And so um, I think that's going to result in us uh, maybe settling down a little bit if you are worked up over what's happening. Yeah, hopefully uh, there's not a lot of people that's going to be real worked up over it. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of these articles, when you read the articles, they always end with, we don't really think this is going to happen, but these things have been said. And so, uh, you know, we always have to look at the uh, possibility that something like that could happen. We know what scripture says, and we know uh, that China is a military force, and it's a force to be reckoned with. I mean, it's a very powerful military force that we have uh, really contributed to that. I mean, look at how many things we buy in the United States that say made in China on it. So we've been building their military for a long time. So it's kind of a it's kind of a scary deal, I guess, if uh, if you get scared easy about this kind of stuff. But we know that eventually this war that we talk about quite a bit here, this six trumpet war is going to happen. Uh, Every time we talk about it, it's hard to leave China out of that. You know, we can't leave China out of it. We can't leave Russia out of it. You know, people have asked, is the Russian-Ukraine war the war that's going to turn into World War III? We have said no, it's not. We don't believe it is. And uh, in, in this particular circumstance gets our attention a little bit more because of what the Scripture says. And uh, do you want to read the Scripture and then we'll kind of talk about why? Well, before, I, I think we should tell everyone what the U.S. military is saying. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I find that to be quite interesting yes, for a number need, of reasons. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Well, yes. I'll just briefly mention it. They said that in order to protect Pelosi, um, they're not going to provide the details, but said that fighter jets, ships, surveillance assets, and other military systems would likely be used to provide overlapping rings of protections for her flight to Taiwan and any time on the ground there. And they said, of course, they would do this for uh, Speaker Pelosi or anyone else who's going to travel on that level. Um, they would provide that uh, to ensure that they would have safe conduct of their visit. And I'm just concerned on a number of levels, Doug. The first and foremost one being climate change. Think about all the planes. I mean, when I start thinking about these rings overlapping of all this protection, I can't imagine all the emissions that are being... um, uh, I don't even know how to talk about it, Doug, to be honest with you. I'm so overcome with emotion about this. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't matter because your car puts out more that they're they're really more, more concerned about your car than they are the Air Force 2 or the other military aircraft as well as tanks, tanks ships. And, yeah, and everything else. So they're more concerned about, you know, your Toyota. Well, so. yeah. So that's a, I mean, I'm not really concerned about it, if you couldn't tell. But secondly, um, this is an agenda that they are ready to die on. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going, well, what about that? 
You know, how does that make sense? First of all, Speaker Pelosi, I mean, when I look at her job description, it has nothing to do with being a delegate to Taiwan. Like, what's what's going on there? Yeah. Like, why would she travel to Taiwan? And, I mean, I'm certainly not a political expert, but I can't make any sense of the Speaker going overseas yeah. in this regard to, to do really much of anything in an official capacity. So that doesn't make sense to me whatsoever, especially considering the cries of climate change um, for all these types of things when it's other people doing it. (laughs) I hear you. I absolutely understand what you're saying. And, you know, I'm, I, I get that you're kind of being a a little facetious there, but at the same time, uh, you know, China has been watching the situation with Russia and Ukraine and it's not much different what Russia did going into Ukraine and taking back some of these provinces. China wants the same thing for Taiwan, but they've kind of stood back and not pushed that or been real aggressive. They've been more aggressive here lately because they've watched the whole thing with Russia and Ukraine. And we've talked about this in the past, that it it allows China to kind of feel like they've got the green light during a time when we have a, a weak administration that's not wanting to do anything, you know, to cause any problems. And, and China's watching Russia just step into Ukraine and kind of have their way with Ukraine. And China's thinking, hey, this is our opportunity if we're ever going to take Taiwan back, uh, which Taiwan declares that they are are free of China. They're not part of the one China. But we have what is called the one China policy that Biden adhodes to. And uh, and he kind of told Pelosi, you know, hey, it's probably not a good idea if you go over there right now. And she did it anyway. So. That's odd in itself that the Speaker of the House, who is a Democrat, would take a Democrat president saying, hey, how about if you don't do this right now? It's not really a good time. And she does it anyway. That's odd to me as well. I don't understand exactly what's going on. And so it's just a it's a strange situation. I have so much to say in response to that. That wouldn't be appropriate for this show. Oh, okay. Um, It's not inappropriate necessarily, but it would lead us on a bunny trail that as I would love to go down. We don't have time, and there are callers that we need to get to. Yeah. Before we do that, Doug, we need to talk about why this is important. We're a prophecy right. show. Right. So why is this important? Because there is a war. It, the Bible doesn't call it a, uh, a World War Three. Right. But there is a war that's coming, and this war is said to kill a third of mankind. Yeah. And so that's why it's important, and I guess we should read this now to make sure that everyone knows what the Bible says, not just us making it up. Right, because we have some new listeners that maybe haven't ever heard the scripture before and don't know what we're talking about. Revelation chapter 9, starting with verse 13. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay a th- the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand, and I heard the number of them. Okay, so there's the, the reason why China is always brought up when we talk about this war. Why is that? Because China has boasted in the past that they can field an army of this exact number, 200 million men. Okay, so China could actually field that army by herself. And so that's why... We, they boasted about that years ago, though. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, because this is one of the reasons why Pastor Baxter wrote 
the book, China War in the Third Temple, because China had made that, uh, you know, that statement that they could do that. And, of course, China has the nuclear power to be able to do that. You know, not a lot of people understand this even, but China really controls um, the... uh, now I can't even think of the name of the canal uh, that's south of our border there. The Panama Canal is uh, China is in control of that. So at the time that he wrote that book, when he wrote that, Clinton had just made the deal where the Panama Canal was given over to uh, China. And China had what they called city buster bombs. And those city buster bombs, I think, could reach us within 11 minutes of being fired from a ship in the Panama Canal, if if that was a scenario. That and technology hasn't advanced at all since that came out, right? Right, so just think about that, because that book's been out for a long time. And so... You mentioned, Doug, you mentioned China War that Irvin Baxter wrote. That's a book that he wrote. Mm-hmm. No longer in print. You can't get it anywhere. Maybe uh, there's a copy on eBay or something randomly. Um, however, the audio book of that is available only on End of the Age Plus. Go to watch.endtime.com. Or search into the H Plus and all the major app stores and download the app there. And you can access this um, only if you're a subscriber to End of the H Plus. It's a really great book. It's what he called faction, a little bit of fiction, uh, facts included. And so basically he's going through scripture. Uh, you know, I kind of liken it to how The Chosen is. Obviously, it's not a, uh, a video production like that, but they tell the story and they fill in the gaps to kind of make it. Um, more entertaining because there's some things we don't know like how to get from point A to point B obviously but the scripture tells us what's happening and he kind of added to to make the story more interesting and so you you in, in another one of his books to give an example well for this one he talks about how the the military um, um, sergeant or whatever it is is sitting in the room and he's being told to press the button. And so he's talking about that. He's walking you through what that could look like. Obviously, yeah. the Bible doesn't tell us how that's going to play out. But he's painting that picture for us to make it uh, real life for us today. So that audiobook is only available on End of the Age Plus. Go to watch.endtime.com um, and you can subscribe today. It's free for the first 14 days. So check that out. I will tell you also, there's never going to be anything new from Irvin Baxter again. Obviously, he passed away. There's no way we're going to produce any new content from him, but all of his stuff from his life's work is on there. All the video files that we had available. There are new messages that he preached while he was pastoring that will be made available there. But as far as new content, what's on there is what we've got, and that's all there will ever be. So if you want to uh, participate in some legacy content there from Irvin Baxter, it's a lot of great stuff. That's the only place you're going to be able to find it. So go to watch.intime.com today to check it out. All right. Do you have anything else to add before we get to some calls? No, let's go ahead and jump into the calls. All right. Let's go to Darlene in Oklahoma. Darlene, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hey, Darlene. How are you? Hey. I have a question, but it's kind of a long way around the barn to get there. <laughs> um, so and Sherry still let you through. She did. I did tell her happy birthday. Oh, that, that's what um, got you in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you think that, I've got a couple scenarios, that this is just a lot of smoke and mirrors to make Bi- uh, Biden look tough, and their, that two-hour phone call that Biden was on with China kind of was the plan made 
you know. Darling, don't get also, us speculating. <laughs> I know. I, I we do am, enough and, of that to get in enough trouble. Oh, I'll probably be in trouble too. <laughs> but also, um, we could be in a world war without missiles flying because just like Ukraine, all the countries that were giving um, aid to Ukraine around the world, it's just might not, it might be from a, oh, what's, without actually shooting missiles, we could just be aiding, people could just be aiding different countries, and that could be a world war and people die, but not just like one whole country. Well, Darlene, there's a lot of people who who said already that we're in a psychological war, and we've been in one yeah. for for quite a while, and that may be the case, that this psychological war, it's been a war where the enemy has tried to defeat us with fear for a long time, and this could just be more fear propaganda. It could be more, you know, pushing just to see what could happen. Mm -hmm. This could just be like one of those, you you hear about red flag events where they want to get everybody afraid, and then they'll they'll be doing something else while they've got your mind motivated to this, and, and you're, you're looking toward this war and thinking, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen where behind the scenes, like a magician, uh, you know, they're yeah. doing a sleight of hand where, you know, you, you don't know what they're doing on the other side of this or what they're preparing for. So, you know, that could be what's going on. This could be a legitimate um, situation that she's over there doing something legitimate for the, the country of Taiwan and, and maybe for the United States. We don't know. Uh, for sure what this is all about. Uh, but it does seem like it's a time where we're, you know, we're actually poking at that dragon. Kind of like they said, you know, when Pearl Harbor happened that, you know, they had awakened mm-hmm. a sleeping dragon uh, when they woke the U.S. military up and we got involved in that war. So, I mean, that's kind of my thing, the way I'm looking at it, is why do you want to go over there causing trouble unless you're expecting right. some type of result from this. Well, and I've even heard the, the fentanyl, you know, China, but now there's something that it can just touch the skin, Yeah. and it's deadly. We'll see what happens. Thank you for your call, Darlene. Always nice to hear from you. We, we will be taking more calls on the other side of the break, 877-END-TIME is the number to join. Also, don't forget to go to endtime.com slash events. Dave and Jana will be in the New Orleans area this weekend. And if you're in the area, we'd love for you to come out and meet us there. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation... 
The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Uh, don't forget, um, we will be in the New Orleans area. Go to endtime.com slash events uh, to learn more about the conference this coming weekend um, with Dave and Jana Robbins. Also, uh, we have three open slots for the tour this fall uh, that was sold out within 10 days. However, some people had to cancel, and so now there are three open slots. You can call 800-END-TIME to learn more about uh, the availability there and the details of that trip. Uh, you'll need to ask for Brittany or Jana, and they'll be able to help you out. Uh, before we go to the calls, we have a couple of callers from New York, so we had a story here that we had already planned to share, and we want to share it, and perhaps the New York callers can give perspective that uh, some of us may not be able to have. Um, just yesterday, the New York Post shared an article titled, Iran Vows to Build Nukes, Turn New York into Hellish Ruins. The story says, Iran has reportedly threatened to build nuclear warheads, and warned that it has the capability to turn New York into hellish ruins amid stalled efforts to reinstate a nuclear deal between the country and world powers. Two telegram channels with ties to the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corp posted a two-minute video Saturday that vowed to quickly start building nuclear bombs if the U.S. and Zionist regime make any stupid mistakes. The video claims secret underground facilities in Fordow and close to working to turn the Islamic Republic into nuclear power and warned what, that its peaceful nuclear program could morph into a weaponized one with ease. The nuclear facilities of Fordo have been built deep under mountains to Iran, of Iran and are protected against the trench-busting bombs and even nuclear explosion. All infrastructures required for nuclear breakout have been prepared and at the haunting video also claims that the Islamic Republic has ballistic missiles capable of turning New York again into hellish ruins. What's that have to do with World War III in China, Doug? <laughs> well, you know, Vince, the other part of that scripture that we read before talks about four spirits that are loose from the great river Euphrates. <clears throat> and, of course, we know Iran runs all up and down this area because they've taken over parts of Iraq and also they're in uh, Syria now. So... Uh, the Euphrates River does actually touch Iran uh, there at the near the end of the river, uh, but it's it's interesting that they're making these threats. And remember that this was something that um, everybody knew they were going to do. I mean, we we knew they were going to eventually enrich this uranium to make a nuclear warhead. It, it, when it says that the facility is built deep underground where no one can get to it and destroy it, that kind of tells you. Anything you got to do in secret, it's not a good thing. So, uh, you know, it, it's just interesting, especially in light of the commercial that New York City ran on their public service announcement a few weeks ago about a possible nuclear attack in New York. 
it's odd that they put that out a couple of weeks ago, and now we hear the threat of destroying New York City. And I'm sure that has something to do with Trump. Iran does not like Donald Trump very much, and they'd probably like to put a nuclear bomb right there in the heart of Manhattan and take out the Trump Towers. You know, that would probably be like a shining moment for Iran. But um, it is very interesting that they mentioned this and they've made these threats. So we've got China making threats of World War III. We got Iran making threats of nuclear war where they would attack New York City. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the phones. <laughs> well, York. you know, Brooks is in New York, and she has perspective that uh, none of us, uh, unless you're from New York, can have. So let's go to Brooks and see uh, what her question is. Brooks, welcome to Into the Age. Hey, how you guys doing? Well, well, Brooks. Sorry about that. I was I was calling you a she, and that is not the case, it sounds like. That's all right. That name can be confused sometimes. <laughs> so, I well, What's your question today? A question regarding um, China, and um, I had watched a new show a little while back, and it would, had to do with Australia defending Taiwan, and they were also speaking with an official from the Chinese government, and that official kept referring to China as the panda. And I was wondering if that could have anything maybe with the feet of a bear. Could China be the bear also? Well, it's a good question. I know that the, the panda kind of has a deal with China as, as far as that's one of their national animals there. Uh, Truth is that we we do believe because of the scripture and what it's referring to about the bear in Daniel chapter 7, we believe that to be Russia completely and wholeheartedly. And so uh, we also believe that because of Revelation 13. The thing about it, since you bring that up, how, uh, you know, we we don't we know that China is not the dragon in scripture anyway, because uh, Revelation chapter 12 tells us clearly uh, that the dragon is Satan and the devil. And so when we look at Revelation 13 at that one world government beast, it doesn't appear that China is there. And so we've always wondered if this war were to start, uh, would China, would they survive the war at least at the point to where they are a military power anymore? Uh, so we, we just really don't know, but it does not appear that, that they are part of that bear, and it doesn't appear that uh, they're in that one world government in Revelation 13. Okay. Yeah, I just, I heard it, and it kind of makes you think for a second. I know everybody keeps thinking of China as the dragon, but, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting at least, so... Well, Brooks, do you have a perspective about what Iran said about New York and, and making it... Uh, just a heap of rubble? I mean, I think uh, with regards to that, I don't feel like Iran has the ability, but I feel like that some of Iran's, uh, you know, friends like Russia and China have mm-hmm. that ability. And I think uh, the way we're kind of trying to support Ukraine, I could feel maybe that China or Russia could support Iran and make that possible. Yeah. Um. So I never did get to see the video that they put out uh, regarding what to do if New York City gets hit by a nuclear bomb. But honestly, New York City gets hit by a nuclear bomb. I don't think you go inside your building and sit back and wait for them to tell you to, because I don't think you'll. 
<laughs> yeah, so, we agree with that. That's I mean, probably not I, the I safest so. place to be. Yeah, and but honestly, the fact that you know you you mentioned Iran making those threats, and then that video uh, that they put out, I mean, it kind of makes you think just a little bit. It's just being All right. Well, thank you for your call today, Brooks. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. God bless. All right. right, Lynn is also in New York. Lynn, uh, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a couple of comments. My, My first comment, I was watching just a little while ago, uh, Amir Tsarfati, Behold Israel, um, and I think a lot of him and his work. And he was saying that he has information that you will not get on regular news, and that Taiwan actually asked Nancy Pelosi to cancel her visit because of the threat, but she refused to cancel the visit and went anyway. Hmm. So that was something that I didn't know um, if you knew that or if you wanted to uh, check that out on Amir Sarfati's um, account with uh, on his Facebook. But I thought that was certainly interesting and something I'll have to look into further. Yeah, I had not heard that, but I can see why they would not want her to be there. Sure. I'm, I sure. mean, you know, that's that's a threat to them. I mean, Nancy can exactly. always leave. And then they're stuck with the fact that she did come and visit, which makes right. China very angry uh, also. Uh, you know, right. but Taiwan is not – I'm sorry, what was that? I can't see how her not honoring their request not to go would help relations between yeah. the U.S. And, and Taiwan. That's that's true. I just I, – I like I said, I have no idea what is going through uh, – the Speaker of the House mind right now as she goes mm-hmm. over there to do this. And I just wonder if there's some reason that we just don't know about yet. But it's I very interesting. There is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, comments about uh, nuclear attack on New York. I'll mm-hmm. be, um, I was there when uh, 9-11 happened, etc. Uh, but it brings to mind Pastor David Wilkerson. He claimed to be a watchman. He said he wasn't a prophet. He saw himself as a watchman. I was part of Times Square Church in New York, mm-hmm. when, um, so I, I knew him. But he wrote um, a, uh, an article and preached a sermon called A Thousand Fires Burning, which was a vision of New York devastated and on fire. And that, that might have been 15 or 20 years ago. So that's what that brought to mind for me, was that prophecy that he made. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things to me, and I, I know we haven't talked about this very much or, or probably never, Vince, really, oh boy. on the program. And we're going to do it first on air. Yeah, well, I mean, there, <laughs> okay. there are such see what things happens here. As, as dirty nuclear bombs that mm-hmm. uh, there were about, I think there were 15 of them that they could not uh, find, that they didn't know where they were in the world. Mm-hmm. And and there was rumor at one time that those nuclear bombs they can carry them in a in like a briefcase, mm-hmm. uh, that these dirty bombs were in New York. And so I wondered the other day if that wasn't uh, one of the reasons why they made that uh, public service announcement. Uh, but these these things would be small, but they could still you know do a lot of damage. 
in a place like mm-hmm. that. Now, I don't know because it's been a while since they talked about them. This was back in the Bush administration that they talked about yeah. these missing uh, briefcases. And so they could be mm-hmm. anywhere in the world or they could be nowhere in the world. You know, they could be buried somewhere in a cave in Afghanistan. We yeah. don't know for sure where they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't bring it up as a fear-mongering thing, but the, the caller that we just spoke to, Brooks, was saying yeah. that he didn't know if Iran had the capability. But, you know, with our open border policy like we have right mm-hmm. now, who knows who's in our country and what they're up right. to. And exactly. so it's another danger that this administration has, has brought on this country by opening those borders up and allowing right. people just to flood into our country. Right. You don't, you don't protect yourself that way. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one, one, other, one last comment, and it has to do with that public service announcement, being a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when, when I was a child in the early 1960s, okay, we used to do air raid drills. Okay. And I was a little kid, you know, first grade, second grade. We'd go out into the hall, and you, it was called duck and cover is mm-hmm. what they were called. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Sometimes we'd put a piece of newspaper over our heads to protect ourselves from nuclear fallout. It was the craziest thing. <laughs> and and those, those air raid drills, those drills came to be known as being ineffective and really a farce. But yeah. yet here it comes again. Right. So that, that's when I, when I saw that, I said to myself, this is ridiculous because, have you not seen the pictures of Hiroshima to start with? And second of all, this was deemed ridiculous when it first came about in the, in the 60s. Yeah. So that's my comment on that. Yeah, totally agree. And, and Pastor Baxter made comments about being a young boy and going through the same uh, scenario yeah. there, and, and how was that supposed to protect you from a nuclear bomb going off? But yeah, and it's knew exactly. it was a joke. So how does it come around again? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just silly. Stay in your homes, and I don't know. They can't really think that we are so um, not knowledgeable that we would believe that. Absolutely. Thank you for your call, right. Lynn. We're coming Thank up on you. a break, so we've got to let you go. We will be taking more calls on the other side of the break, 877-N-TIMES, the number to call, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon-coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Degall here with Doug Norvell. Just before the break, we were talking to Lynn from New York. She was giving us some um, perspective about 
uh, a lot of things, specifically when she was a child. Um, Doug, she said that the practice was to, they, they did some drills, kind of like a fire drill, tuck and run, is that what she said it was called? Tuck and cover. Tuck and cover. They take newspaper and wrap it around their head yeah. and, and, and duck down to protect them from nuclear bombs. And, and interestingly enough, the uh, video that they put out just a few weeks ago, they told them to go inside and wait on the media to tell them when it was safe. And back then they said, wrap the media around your head and it will protect you. And now they're saying, go in and watch the media, and we will tell you when you are safe to come out. Wow. It's kind of an interesting thing. that um, Yeah. Not nice really connection, there. but it's like yeah. the, the media is your friend. Right. Wrap and it you around your head. wrap your head around yeah. everything we have to say. <laughs> <sighs> interesting. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We better get back to the calls, eh, before yeah. we move any further? Sure. Um, let's go to, let's say, uh, Jameer in Missouri. Jameer, welcome to End of the Age. Um, good Good afternoon or afternoon. Um, how are you guys doing? We're well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just burning up here, but huh. it could be worse. worse but, uh, I, yeah, come I, to I, Dallas. You know, it could be a little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hot here too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had I well it's uh, related to the six the six trumpet war that I was having. Have you ever heard of uh this uh the circle circle called um, I might be pronouncing it wrong, the Violet for Re- reason circle? Nothing's ringing a bell on this end. No, sir. Okay. Well it's uh I was I was looking online and I it's the circle it's like in that the Asia, Central Asia region. Um, the China Sea, and it's a 2,300 mile circle. And this uh, university professor and some and a Reddit user, they actually discovered that within this circle, that uh, the population was so dense that more people live inside of that circle than out, outside of that circle. Uh, more than more than half the world's population, and it's like got the nations of China, India, Indonesia, and uh, Pakistan, all those all of those nations in there. And I thought about that in relationship to the, the, the uh, six trumpet uh, prophecy, where it says one third. Though, though um, it, it seems like it will be a worldwide mm-hmm. event, but it seems like a lot of damage could happen over there in that uh, in this circle area, since the population is so dense. I just wondered y'all thoughts on that. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I could see that being uh, the case because there are a lot of people in those areas that you mentioned, India and China, both. Uh, just those two alone uh, could cover a, a large amount of that one-third of mankind population. So, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And if the war were to, uh, you know, kind of culminate there as far as really ramp up there, that that could take a lot of those numbers out. It's, you know, I don't know how Vince feels about this, but uh, on, in my opinion, I feel like, uh, you know, there's we could take a hit here, if not more than that, if not more than one hit, we could we could lose a, a lot of population here if, you know, those bombs are strategically placed. And some of the articles I read today were saying the first thing China would do is take out our communications, uh, our satellites with our military and our just our media satellites and things like that. So they would cause a a blackout here as well as a blackout between our military 
operations. And so to think about something like that happening, um, you know, if if they could do that, if they're capable of doing that nowadays with technology, that could take out a lot of our fleets and things like that because they wouldn't be able to communicate with one another. But, you know, I don't know. We'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens with that war. And, you know, like we always say, we're not trying to spread fear or panic or anything. We want you to have faith. Uh, We know things are coming because it's in the prophecies of the Word of God. But as long as we're right with God and we're doing uh, our part and our name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, we don't have to be afraid of this kind of stuff. Uh, But, you know, we do have to talk about it because it is in the Bible. So. Thank you for your call, Jameer. We've got a number of other calls to get to, and we want to try to do that. But before we do, Doug, you're talking about panic and fear. Yeah, That's something we need to focus on because the spirit of fear is very prominent, not only in our country, but even in Christian homes. Mm -hmm. We've seen that ramp up, it seems like, more and more over the last several years, especially in the last couple of years. Right. Um, However, we don't have to be burdened down by fear. In fact, that would be unbiblical. Yeah, absolutely it would be. If I've been born again and my life has been transformed and I follow Jesus, the Word tells us God has not given us a spirit of fear, Mm -hmm. but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I can have, I can look at that and go, He's given me the ability to have a sound mind. Right. So when I hear things like this, you know, I know there are many people listening to this show your children are in the military. Uh, you might have children that are stationed in Taiwan right now. And fear can, can overcome us when, when, when we start talking about things like this, when we start talking about a, a third of mankind um, being killed in this prophesied war. And I know that fear can grab a hold of us and control us and, and cause us to go down, um, go places we never thought we would go mentally. And so I think we need to speak against anxiety, Doug. Absolutely. He's given us uh, power, love, and sound, a sound mind. Right. We need to speak against these things. It doesn't matter if it's prophecy related or not. Right. Some people are shaking in their boots because it's August 2nd and they weren't able to pay their bills on the 1st. Yeah. And they don't know how things are going to work out for them. Right. Obviously, we talk about prophecy, but we talk about this stuff too sometimes. Yeah. You know, there's some people who, um, you know, they are having to go back to work from um, maternity leave and they don't want to leave their kids and they're scared out of their mind about what that could mean. Right. That's not what the Lord wants for us. Yeah. So I think we've got to pause and talk about that. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, because like I said, well, yo, the, uh, the absence of faith is, is fear. It's the opposite of each other. You know, and, and we're told that we, uh, without faith, we can't please God. We we have to have the faith in knowing that God's going to take care of us. And you know, the same God that took Israel through the desert and their shoes never wore out. They had food to eat. They had water to drink. Uh, he he fellowshiped with them in the desert in the tabernacle. That same God is the God we serve today. And he can if he can do those things for the Hebrew children of the Old Testament. I mean, he can, he's capable of doing the exact same thing for us. And I think a lot of times we let uh, the situation that we're living through uh, instill that fear. And, and that's the, the devil's weapon is fear. And, yeah. and so that's why we see so much of it right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, we, we have to trust in God. We have to know uh, that he is going to get us through this stuff. I've, I've got friends, you've got friends that have been delivered from 
you know, diseases and, and uh, illnesses and situations, uh, lifestyles, uh, because the God of heaven, the God of the universe has called them by name and they chose to submit to God and do what he's calling them to do. So, uh, you know, that's what we got to do, too. You know, Doug, uh, this may be too personal. I don't know if you'll want to talk about this or not. But just this morning, you and I were talking about how when we go through trials in life, there's perfect peace that can yeah. come over us as children of God. And while, you know, you were talking about the passing of your mother and how you, you, you faced that, but the Lord gave you peace. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had that same peace. I have both my parents still uh, on this side. But um, when, when my grandfather, Irvin Baxter, passed away, I had that peace. Right. I just knew that life happens. Things come that we don't understand. We can't comprehend some people get paralyzed by that, but I can't explain it. It's nothing that I did personally. Yeah. I don't have the three easy steps to peace <laughs> through loss. I don't have any of that stuff to sell you. I don't have any of that. Right. I'm telling you what, what, what I have to give you is free. Yeah. It's Jesus. Yeah. I, don't, I can't explain why I felt peace in those moments. I know you can't either. But right. we know that it was a supernatural thing that occurred. And right. these were big obstacles in our lives. And yeah, yet absolutely. we faced it and had peace and was able to come through it yeah. because of God and because of his people that we were in community with. Absolutely. And, you know, Jesus called the Holy Spirit the comforter. And, you know, so we, we have the Holy Ghost that comforts us through those times. And, uh, you know, when, yeah, when my, when my mom passed away, the Lord kind of gave me some scripture to share with her. Uh, before we were ever at the stage, she was dying of cancer and she had uh, breast cancer and she was she was not going to live through it. She had stage four and they were saying it was irreversible. There wasn't anything they could do for her. But the Lord gave me scripture out of Psalm uh, and the Psalm 73. And it said, you know, even if if her heart failed, she was in his perfect will. She was in the hand of God. And I shared that scripture with my mom and Vince, the day my mom died, it was way before the cancer was taken her. She had a massive heart attack and her heart failed her, just like the scripture God urged me to share with my mom. And through that, I found peace because I felt like that was that was the Lord letting her know, I'm not going to let you suffer through this horrible disease. And even though your heart's going to fail, I'm going to have you in the palm of my hand. And so it helped me during that time to get through a difficult point. And I even was able to speak at her funeral and then go and, and preach that night to a youth group. You know, yeah, I that, told you this morning, you still got somebody to cover for you. Yeah, but... What did you tell me? That the Lord would not have wanted me to do that. My mom wouldn't have wanted me to do that. My mom would have wanted me to continue on in my faith and, and God was you had urging the, me. enough peace to go do it. Yeah, he gave me so much peace about it. And, and just to be able to stand up at her funeral in front of family and friends and, and my siblings and be able to talk about the glory of God and, and the wonder of God and the grace of God, it was just an amazing thing. God just gave me that peace and the, the power to do that through the Comforter. And so, you know, I mean, that that's the thing is we have that. And, and we have Scripture that tells us we have those things. Uh, we just have to exert that and, and get into the Holy Ghost and just let God move and let God lead and guide us and have the faith that he's going to. You know, Doug, we believe that a revival is coming mm -hmm. as prophesied in the book of Revelation. This revival is coming in the end times just before the second coming of Jesus. And I firmly believe that the Lord is preparing a generation that's able to walk through storms 
able to walk through trials that are out of our control, things that we've gone through with COVID, uh, things that we've gone through with other situations in the last 10 years that perhaps the world has never faced to this degree. The Lord's preparing a generation to face these major things that are coming in the end times, the things like the Great Tribulation, a war that's going to kill a third of mankind, a distribution of the mark of the beast, and we don't know where our next meal or where our next anything's coming from if we don't have this. It just feels like the Lord's preparing me and you to face these major obstacles that are coming to our world. Ten years ago, they would have been even more major, but what's coming very soon we're going to be able to walk into that storm just like Jesus did when that boat was uh, tossing to and fro and the disciples didn't know uh, what was going to happen and they were scared out of their mind and Jesus is sleeping in the boat. We're, we're not going to have fun during these trials, that's for sure. We might have some fun here and there. But overall, we're going to be able to look at that and in spite of the, the turmoil that we go through, have this perfect peace. And I don't care... If Pelosi in Taiwan does something stupid or if um, someone in the military personnel make a mistake and let off a missile that they shouldn't have and causes World War III or not, I know that people like us, Doug, around the world are going to be able to look at this and have peace and hope and joy because guess what's coming? The great reset that (laughs) Jesus is going to come here and you and I are going to be part of that. Uh, make sure you're part of that. Go to endtime.com slash reborn to be certain that you are born again. Also go to watch.endtime.com and watch all our videos for free. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.